Thanks for coming along to And We Have an Office Dog, the digital agency podcast where we talk to agency owner directors and learn more about what makes them tick. From the things that make them similar to the things they'd rather have known sooner, where they've had success, and where they've learned some hard lessons. All will be revealed. With your host, Chris Simmons, the agency coach. And he'll be talking to a different, awesome agency person in each episode, asking them four questions and seeing where the conversation takes us over the next 25 minutes. Okay, so let us begin. Over to you, Chris. Thanks, voiceover guy. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, on the podcast today, we've got Nitin. How are you doing? Bot- Botpresso CEO extraordinaire. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for having me. I'm doing very well. Thank you. Your um, your accent is going to tell a lie because you are from you are uh, sorry from you are currently working from Berlin. Am I right? That's right. Yes. Yeah. See, I've got a good memory for three weeks ago <laughs> when you told me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for for taking the time to come along. First and foremost, before we get into the full conversation. I love the name of the agency. So can you just tell me where that came from? Yeah, well, when I, uh, so I was, I was thinking about different names. In fact, I spoke with some teammates as well. Teammates as in, you know, my ex-teammates and my friends. So I was just thinking about what name I should give. And then I was wondering, okay, let me think about the things I need whenever I, you know, uh, audit a website. Mm. So all I need is my espresso and then I need you know, my crawling bots, everything else I have here, right? So I was like, okay, let me connect that. And then, mm. you know, I thought about it a lot, but then it was like just before going for my afternoon nap that particular day, I was like, okay, well, I need my bots. I need Espresso. How about Botpresso? And then the first thing I did was I Googled that just to make sure if mm. there is mm. a any brand conflict or something, I would yeah. know about that. There was absolutely no brand conflict. There was no Instagram profile. There was nothing on Twitter. I was like, okay, that's, awesome. that's a name I want to go ahead with. And and and, and genuinely, it's, it's really cool. I, I had a feeling it had something to do with comedy for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So so tell us all about the agency. What do you guys do? What, what do you do best? Yeah. Well, so we are a boutique technical SEO uh, consultancy agency, right? And we breathe technical SEO. We love technical SEO, right? Everything that we do, we think about patterns. We think about how we can automate things, how we can build SEO assets to solve the problem of scale, right? That is, I think, one of the biggest problems that everyone in, in enterprise SEO world and is facing. Scale scale is the pain uh, for, for so many of these businesses, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. And I think uh, my engineering background, when I started my professional career, right? So I was a software engineer and then I moved to product role and then, you know, full-fledged SEO. Mm. So whenever I think about pattern, I think about, okay, how I can automate that, right? So I think that is what the whole, uh, you know, concept we are following here at Botpresso as well. And I'm glad my teammates are awesome. They also think about scale. They also think Mm. about patterns. And even, right, with this uh, evolve, uh, like how the whole chat GPT and this AI topic is evolving, I think even the non-techies, they're also writing Python script to solve problems at scale. I'm yep. really happy, you know, the kind of uh, attitude, you know, they have developed and they have been developing uh, here at Botpresso. That's awesome. I, I, I've, I've, with the, with the recent advent of, uh, of AI agents and things like that, I've been dabbling with learning how 
things like Python work rather than just using it to create code, but let it create the code, but try and explain how it works. Um, and, uh, and, and there's so much power in those sorts of platform, those sorts of uh, tools to, to do huge amounts of scale on certain things. It's incredible. And if you're doing that as part of your workflow, it's really, really clever stuff. So Definitely. you've been in the industry for quite a while. You say you started off in software and, and engineering stuff. So when, when did you start the agency? How long ago was that? Uh, it's been two and a half years now, and you, you're growing well. So you, you know you, you, you're getting out there. The names out there, people people uh, know Botpresso quite well. And um, you just recently did uh, um, a webinar. This 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 will go live uh, significantly after the webinar that you've just done. But you just did a <laughs> webinar with uh, the guys at Duda um, around yeah. AI. Um, I know that you're quite clued up on all of that sort of stuff. So I'm guessing that the agency's well and truly embedding that into it into its kind of DNA right now. Oh yes, I love webinars now. And I can give like all the credit to Anton who pushed me, I think like five years. No, it's been mm. six years now. Uh, so six years back when he basically reached out, he's like, hey, you know, are you interested in hosting a webinar? I was like, no, I'm not a native speaker. I'm definitely like not confident at all hosting yeah. a webinar for a company like Semrush. And he was like, no, let's let's do one. If you don't like it, you, of course, you know, can say, okay, stop, let's stop it here. Yeah. I won't force you. So yeah, he somehow convinced me and I'm thankful, I'm grateful that, you know, he did that. And mm. because of that, now I've done like more than 50 webinars for Semrush. And yesterday itself, I started a new webinar series, which you were talking about with Duda. Wow. I mean, thanks <laughs> to Anton, an awful lot of people do an awful lot of good things. And it's always... <laughs> He's, he's got a, an eye for the right the right people to do these things. So, oh yes. Cool. So, what what would you say in the in the um, the preceding years, but also the last most uh, mostly the last two and a half years has been one of the biggest successes that you've had in running the agency. Yeah, well, I think for me the biggest success would be so my network. I I you know I'm blessed that I know a lot of amazing people, and mm. they are approachable they are very supportive from day zero itself in fact i think even before i started they they were always there for me mm. right and for example right i i love her she's amazing and she's an inspiration as well for me so and i i also spoke with her like you know a few times and then got to know like how she has been operating and how she's managing her time a big fan of you know how she's doing a lot of things right in just mm. 24 hours a day so yeah when i started uh roughly like two and a half years back at that time, my goal was to work as an independent uh, SEO consultant, right? Mm-hmm. I was just thinking, okay, I'll, I'll be sitting on a beach. My kids will be playing around. I'll do some stuff and then, you know, life will be chill. So that's that's how I started. It's strange, and, uh, it's strange because no one else has ever said that. <laughs> yeah, that, that was my, my plan. Like, you know, I, I just wanted to have a relaxed life because yeah. that was also the COVID time, right? So everyone was in stress. I was like, no, I need my peace. Right. So how I can get it. So I was like, just assuming that, okay, well, if I'm sitting, uh, you know, in mountains, beaches, just working from there, like two hours, three hours a day and spending rest of my time with my family. So that's how I started. But Mm. very soon I realized I won't be able to scale. And this, you know, this client and when your service provider, that relationship is very demanding. Right. So that peace, you know, would never come. So then uh, this is how it started. So in the beginning, I was working with two clients. And what I did was I hired domain experts. So people who were in that domain with a lot of experience, I hired them on part-time basis. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's how that's how I started. So they were giving me like expert proven expertise, 
right? Yeah. And that's that's how I was able to uh, do my job better. But I, I realized when you're hire, hiring part-timers, which are committing, let's say, two hours a day, right? Yeah. One thing which is missing is accountability because they Dude. would just say something and they would not be able to deliver. They're like, hey, just two hours a day, right? It's okay if I'm not able to deliver this week. Let's talk about it next week. But mm-hmm. in this business, you can't expect, uh, you can't, you know, yeah. stay in the business with that. So then I realized, no, I need, you know, full-timers. And then in November 2021 was uh, when I hired my first full-timer. So if you talk about Botpresso, it's one and a half years old, not two and a half, right? Because for first, like roughly 10 months, it was me as a one-man army with uh, some, you know, yeah, with some support. Well, I was having this conversation with someone a few days ago. There's There's a very big difference, though, between... Uh, a sole consultant and a sole person running an agency because if you did have part-time people working for you or there was uh, an element of agency kind of outsourcing not saying you outsource the work but there's there's scale that you deliver that a consultant doesn't do consultants Mm -hmm. are typically um the thinking part the agency has the thinking and the doing part and if you're on your own you can be a one-person agency quite Quite, for quite a while, quite, I, I had a conversation with someone yesterday and they ran, they've been running a one person agency for quite a while where they've been kind of outsourcing large chunks of low value stuff that, that it takes a lot of time to do. And now they're going, well, I think we need to hire. I think we need to become a more than one person agency. So don't do yourself down. Um, <laughs> two, two and a half years is what we're going to go for. It's now, it's now in audio and video and transcribed. <laughs> okay perfect so, perfect so what how what how hard was it from your perspective to get that first full-time hire in place because i know from my own personal experience the the decision to do that was really tough because it's not just expense but the quality of the output and things like that you have to do a lot of things for people so how how was that for you yeah that wasn't easy and the support i was talking about so from everyone i heard that you know whenever you're thinking about hiring at mm. least the core team right? You have to make sure that you're hiring the right right people mm. because they would set the foundation. They would set, you know, how the whole company culture would look like, right? Yeah. So that was difficult. So I hired like a lot of people, but finally I got someone who was very grounded, very hungry about learning new concept every now and then. And mm. I used to throw very complicated problems at him. And he always nice. used to come back with, with the, you know, the very innovative solution. So I was happy yeah. with the first hire. And I think I was not even sure that time, like whether I want to build, you know, an agency and grow my team, right? But this person basically gave me that confidence, that trust that, hey, you should think more on that. So then I started hiring more people and now we are 14 people strong. So yeah. Fourteen to him. Two and a half years from from a from a standing start as well. Well done. Thank you. So two and a half years, 14 people, lots of interviews. Lots of people things, obviously lots of client successes as well. If you could go back two and a half years, though, and give yourself one piece of advice, let's just say, you know, we just had the Google I.O. event. There's a new feature that they didn't tell you, which was a time machine. Um, and you used the Google time machine. You went back in time <laughs> uh, and uh, you went into the real web archive of, of your life <laughs> and gave yourself one, pe- one piece of advice. What would that advice be? Well, I think uh, in last two and a half years, so there are two things which I feel uh, went wrong, mm. right? Or probably could have been better. So one is setting expectations. It has, mm-hmm. uh, it, it happened like I think with two or three clients where, you know, the expectations that we had, the expectations they had, right? They want everything. 
they want uh, to see you know magical graphs going up only right and yep. when it comes to support well day one they would they would promise you but you know when we start working they're like hey our tech resources are right now occupied can we do something without tech right mm. or we don't have content resources right now can we do without content right so it's like you know compromise on the execution and yep. that basically kind of kills the whole expectation as well from ours uh, for us right and i think yeah with without that we can't even deliver results right so i think that is something which uh, we have now fixed but i wish i would have fixed that from day one they they would have been uh, there i mean would have been awesome if we had processes where you know the expectation alignment was the number one thing yeah so that's one thing and yeah. you learn that right you you oh you, yes exactly it's not a, it's not a mistake you'll make easily a second time <laughs> definitely definitely and i think uh, like i i'm also kind of mentoring uh, some folks helping friends who are also on the same path right and this is my number one advice to them expectations mm. communication right that should be number one thing and i think second thing is uh because i'm well connected in the industry right i'm i'm doing webinars which mm-hmm. and and a lot of stuff right so people i'm i'm well connected and people in for example indian seo community as well they know me mm-hmm. so i'm getting a lot of business through my network and through word of mouth so mm. initially it was network only and now a lot of business is coming through word of mouth because we have done fantastic stuff yeah. right and now they are referring us to other brands as well and then we're getting a lot of business in fact i think like every other day we feel like okay you know we don't have bandwidth we say no to clients which hurts sometimes because if you are you know saying no to a client coming your way right mm-hmm. but i think we we don't say yes until we have bandwidth to take a project so yeah, yeah i think uh, that personal branding right so there are brands they come they come to us and they say hey you know we want to work with unithen not botpresso right so it was happening a lot in the beginning mm. so then i realized hey it won't work like that because i can't be there in every single call of course i'm strategic strategically involved in every single project that we're working on and that is not because i have like any doubts uh, you know on the quality that my teammates can do but mm. it's also from learning perspective right because we are working yeah. on different niches so there is always something new coming my way as well yeah but i think i want to like you know be i want to sit on the back seat uh, then you know uh, on the front seat and what presser should be the name that people want to work on because we are together we are awesome i as an individual know something about seo but my team is awesome so mm. i think that is something that i want to bring more in front which probably yeah. got delayed a bit i would say another mistake that i feel yeah was well, the thing is if you think about um so you can be a business where you're the 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 front man the 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 um you know the front man of the band um but <laughs> if you know what happens in most bands <laughs> it's the front man that if they leave the band fails so yeah. you need to kind of be in a position where um the business can if you were to go on holiday for 6 months the business can can generate leads and continue operating without your face being in everything and then you can choose to go to events and do that because it just helps you personally and it helps the business um but that's a hard thing to do because almost every agency leader starts an agency off their own name and off their own mm-hmm. skill and it's very yeah. hard to fall into the into the kind of the trap of that's the thing um but if you you know if you've recognized that two and a half years in you you you, you no one will know your name in five years time connected to mm-hmm. botpresso they'll just know you which is obviously yeah. great um mm-hmm. so what do you what have you done kind of from day one should we say that you would say was 
um, immediately a success that you've thought that's now in our in our in our DNA of the business? <laughs> I think it was uh, you know like the hunger to do the best possible. So when you know we work on something uh, here at Botpresso, and when you know someone feels like okay they're done, like mm. they are done with it, and they have the recommendations. I think that is where bot peso starts. So we say, okay, now you think you're done. That is where we're beginning. So we have we we get on a call. We talk about, okay, now what you know? How do we optimize further? How do we deliver the best quality possible? Mm. And I think another thing that I would say, which uh, makes us stand out in the market, is our data driven and this scalability approach. Mm. So whatever you know, whenever we're working with like any client, be it like small, medium, or a big size uh, client, right? We think about how you know, this can go in production and what kind of KPIs, you know, it would uh, be impacting. Mm-hmm. So we talk about KPIs. We talk about, you know, those numbers, which everyone loves so that they can connect, you know, that project with the KPIs and they can also, you know, handle the internal communication, kind of convincing each other or motivating each other on whatever we're working on. So I think that that plays a massive role, which I think mm-hmm. a lot of people miss. And not just like in this, you know, agency model, but I think in in in-house as well, because I've worked for roughly, what, like nine years, eight years in-house, right? Mm. Worked with a lot of folks, different folks who are working on a massive budgets and massive projects. But when you ask them, what KPIs are are we talking about? How does the success look? They have absolutely no answer. They just talk about organic visibility, right? Or traffic, but that's not the answer to everything. No, but the the, the old saying in, in digital marketing is it depends the it depends yes. is the bit that's missing is it depends on and the yeah. answer to that is what do you want to see like what's important to the client's business is it exactly. more traffic probably not yeah. is it more sales maybe is it better sales probably you know that yeah. like if you get down to that then the data that you do analysis on makes a differently informed decision on the the path that you take right uh, and Definitely. then if you're doing that in the right way and you're having a strategic conversation around what next not that's done it's yeah. so this is so if this then that now what next it's really important if you've got that nailed then it's it's only going to keep yeah. customers happy yeah absolutely well in fact this morning itself uh, i had a call with a client and uh, we started with them last month itself so it's been like what not even one and a half months right mm-hmm. and they're really smart folks so in one and a half months, we already have five MVPs, five tests, which are running. Mm. So I think we have that mindset where we know, you know, we can't just say, hey, you know, let's work on this project. It's going to take three months, but let's do that because we are confident. We say, hey, yeah. even though we are confident, we want to prove it with data. And for that, we can run a quick MVP, just spend a couple of weeks and see the value it brings for us. Yeah. Right. So we have that mindset. and I think our client also loves that, like all of mm. them. Right, because they also have data proving the value a project can bring for them, and yeah. with that, they can also internally allocate resources to get that done. So yeah, yeah, I think that's working great for us, and I would I would definitely call it a success because that's what everyone loves, and that's what we love as well. So this isn't part of the normal podcast, but I would be really stupid to have you on this podcast and not ask you these sorts of questions, <laughs> and especially because I want to invite you back for next year. Um, season two being how did the last year go I want to say you know you know you you you're you're very clued up on the AI side of things you're very involved in the technical aspect of things we talked about the Google I.O. previously to uh, before recording 
um, loads of things changing in the industry. What do you think um, the agency of the next one year, one year and a half is going to look like? What changes do you expect to see? Well, I think a lot of changes. I think, you know, like I, I know agencies, right? I know people who mm. are working in this agency model, right? And they're still living in probably 2010 or something, right? I've seen contracts where, you know, like they're charging a lot of money. And when you see contracts, they literally write, hey, we will optimize 100 meta, meta description, meta titles in a month. And mm-hmm. for us, we just say meta, uh, sorry, SEO hygiene. And that's a tiny bucket, very tiny bucket. Yeah. We don't even highlight that because we know that is foundation. We need that. Right? I saw one the so other think, day that said social bookmarks. Oh my God. Yes, yep. that's <laughs> I mean, I, I, classic. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, I, I've also seen that, right? Like uh, maybe a couple of years back, mm. something similar, something on, on, on those lines, like directory submission and all mm, that shit, mm, right? So now I think all of those agencies who are still talking about, you know, these things, these basic things, and they are they believe that mm. is SEO, I think they're out of the game. Mm. Okay. So. And everyone else who's, you know, able to understand what, you know, Google I.O., uh, you know, announcements mean for SEO and how they should think about SEO now mm. uh, and who can basically adjust their strategies accordingly, they can, I mean, they have, you know, chances of survival. Otherwise, I mean, if you're still living in 2008, 2010, you are definitely not in the game anymore. Yeah, that's, I, I mean, I, I have... I'm in complete agreement. I think that there's there's other parts of this as well where if your agency is running um, with a very bottom-heavy um, team, and by bottom-heavy, I don't mean this in a horrible way if you're listening and you're a junior SEO exec. Everyone <laughs> has to learn starting from somewhere. I understand yeah. that. Um, but if your agency's processes rely on those people doing lots of um, semi-low value but high-volume things, like I remember mm-hmm. years ago, um, I, I had about two weeks of my calendar blocked out to add alt tags to images. Now, you can do that programmatically now. You can use AI, mm-hmm. you can use all of these, uh, um, you can use Python and whatnot and everything to do that in, in an hour or two. And if your agency is still relying on human beings to do that stuff, and you're one of those people doing those things, start learning about the future of these agencies because those are the jobs that are likely to be at risk because you can't suddenly upskill those people into a higher level because they just haven't been given the opportunity definitely definitely i think that's that's a that's a reason uh, you know when we hire someone the number one you know the instruction which is given to everyone who is in the hiring team is looking for hunger mm. and if you don't have that passion if you are not hungry about learning new stuff and upgrading yourself as an individual yeah you are probably not not going to stay in this seo uh, you know, yeah, career yeah, yeah. for long. Yeah, totally agree. So you mentioned about expectations and managing expectations and delivering expectations as a piece of advice you give to people that you mentor um, and one that you would have given to yourself sooner. Um, mm-hmm. If someone's listening to this podcast now and they're thinking of um, uh, starting their own agency or they've just started an agency, what other piece of advice do you think you'd give them? Yeah, well, uh I think I would, my first advice would be, uh, you know, checking for red flags as well. So if you are, if you're contacted by someone and they want to work with you, like first question should be like, what are you supporting me with? Right. If they're skeptical that, Hey, you know, let's start working on it. We are hiring someone. We'll get someone in two months. Don't say yes. Even though, you know, you would, you would get some, some funds for those two months, right. For preparing your strategy. But Mm -hmm. yeah, 
you're not sure whether they will really be able to find someone in two months. And if that doesn't happen, you don't get the support, you won't be able to prove, then they will also start losing trust on you, knowing that, you know, they're not able to support you. And that is also not good for your motivation, right? So make sure when you're talking with your, uh, you know, potential client uh, for the first time or discussing the details, make sure that, you know, you have the support from them, whatever you need, right? So that is, I think, number one advice I would want to give you. I remember that's just reminded me of the of a, a, a bit of PTSD that I seem to have hidden away in the back of my mind. We took a <laughs> client on once that um, their ent- I don't know why their entire website was built on Ruby on Rails, mm-hmm. so it was essentially an app. But yeah. like ten years ago, it was terrible, and every piece of SEO recommendation that we gave, we couldn't implement we physically couldn't they didn't want it because it cost so much money to make the changes and within like three weeks we were we were have we we were losing the client we were having uncomfortable horrible conversations and they weren't willing to implement the things that they paid us to find which was Mm -hmm. like a really strange strange thing so yeah if the client's not going to be able to support you get the getting the work done then it's a very expensive and probably quite painful endeavor Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. Um, and I think what, one more thing. So uh, mm-hmm. we were working with uh, this client in healthcare. So we proposed that, hey, you know, we should, we, we identified some topics mm-hmm. and we proposed them, hey, we should be working on some content production as well. We don't have that right now. And considering EAT, which is very important uh, factor for healthcare as well. So mm-hmm. we proposed some ideas and the guy was like, hey, no, right now, you know, let's focus on product. That is not the focus area. Exactly three months after, he was like, hey, you know, we published like five blogs, which you recommended, and we are seeing some great results. So I think we should double down on that. He was like, hey, look at this email from last uh, three months before, right? And then he agreed to that. We started working on that. We also got amazing support from him. And now mm-hmm. we are 400% up in four months time, Yeah, 400% up. And so, here, like, I'm, I'm talking about, you know, roughly 10,000 clicks a month to 40,000. Yeah, right? that's, a, that's a jump. He, yeah, that's that's some jump, right? That's something which which motivates us. That's one. So yeah, I think that support sometimes helps a lot. And if you're working with, uh, you know, so now this is kind of you know tip I'm giving to the clients, right? Mm. If you're working with someone who knows SEO or who whom you're trusting, you should you know give some freedom. You should basically trust the advice that's coming your way, right? Mm. And even if you don't see results today, that's okay. Just have some faith. Right. The yeah. results will come because there is some reasoning behind the recommendations that we're giving. Mm. And if you trust us, support us, you will definitely see the results because SEO is not something that you do today and tomorrow you can see the results. In some cases, it can take you know a few months. Some cases, yeah. it can take a few days. And some cases, yes, you can also expect some results literally tomorrow as well. Yep, completely agree. Thank you so much for all of the advice and also the the um, the future prediction, which we will nail to the wall now. Um, thanks so much for coming along on the podcast, mate. Thank you so much for having me. It was lovely uh, catching up with you. And we'll continue to catch up, hopefully, over the course of the next <laughs> year. This won't be the last time we speak, I'm sure. Um, in our next episode, we'll be speaking with another agency leader to hear their story and the lessons they learned along the way. Thanks very much for listening. <laughs>